Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguet. What happened to John? Uh, John, I need to see you, my friend. Turn your camera on if you don't have it. Uh, but I'm here today with John Tiango, uh, who's our guest. And we're going to talk about taking dominance in the restaurant industry in Kenya. Um, John, oh, oh, sorry, his electricity has low tension. Over the, uh, there he is, over the, um, the, 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 the restaurant industry in, in Kenya. Mm -hmm. and, and so we're here with a, a leader in hospitality. Uh, by the way, John will be our guest at the Nehemiah E-Community Global Forum. And on that global forum, he's going to be uh, dealing with some strategies and techniques as to what has made him have a level of dominance. Let me tell you a bit about John. Well, first, let me, let me tell you a bit about this global forum we have coming up. If you've not yet registered, team, please put the link up there. If you've not yet registered to the Global Forum, I highly encourage you to do so to, uh, because uh, this Global Forum, we're gonna kick it off with, uh, let me actually read this for you before I, uh, so when the jungle faces a desert season, every animal goes into survival mode and many do not make, make it besides the one who consume the least resources or are the least threat and of course the king of the jungle today's marketplace environment feels like a desert like season because there's spike in unemployment global pandemic and reduction in consumer spending with 43 percent of business temporary closed in the united states and eight percent unemployment uh how is your business doing would you like to learn kingdom strategies not just to survive but to thrive and so in this global forum, you'll learn success traits from the king of the jungle, the lion. We're going to give you an illustration of what of how the lion maintained his dominance in the uh, in the jungle. We'll look at characteristics of success and dominance. We'll learn best practice from other kingdom entrepreneurs like John and how they and how to, to survive and thrive. We'll hear case studies and how John is and others are dominant in their industries. And you also get a chance to connect with other kingdom entrepreneurs from around the world, from Asia, from Africa, from Europe, from North America, from Latin America. You're going to get to connect with at least seven other entrepreneurs as we go to these connect meetings through forums. So this is going to be an exciting time. So with that, let me tell you a bit about, about John. So uh, John Tiengo, he's an author, by the way. He's also the winner of the 2020 Kingdom Business uh, Award. Uh, he's an accomplished business consultant who claims the title of trainer, speaker, community mobilizer. Uh, his book that he authored is called Becoming Maverick, and I've gotten a copy as well myself. And uh, he's also the vice uh, chair of the Board of Trustee of Lightspring Chapel. And for over a decade, he led a team of consultants manage over two billion dollar a two billion dollar trust fund uh he also has controlled several other high profile 
is Simons. He's a serial entrepreneur who runs a group of companies spanning to hospitality, real estate, telecommunication, and fitness industry. He is happily married to the beautiful Rachel Tiango, and they both have four children. The king of Nairobi. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Tiango. Thank you very much, Patrice. It's uh, great to be here with it's my good to be with you. Thank you very and, much, sir. <laughs> and like any king, rah, you're going to be roaring, my friend. You are roaring. So, you know, you're, you're based out of Nairobi, Kenya. And when you think of Africa, and you don't necessarily think of dominance on the global stage, and that's kind of sometimes, in other words, John, people like yourself, we don't often perceive them as being born and bred in Africa. And, and so first, first, let's dispel the myth that you're not an exception, but there are many other John Tiango. So speak to us a bit about to our international audience in terms of this perspective of Africa, that what we see of you and what we're going to hear today is not unique and is not just a one-hit wonder. Yes, uh, you're right, Patrice. Uh, it's true that uh, for a long time, uh, Africa has been looked uh, by the world through the eyes of the typical things that come uh, out of Africa and what people see. That is poverty, uh, lack of uh, infrastructure, uh, capacity, human capacity, uh, and many other problems that uh, have defied Africa in the past. But look, Africa is lysing, and Africa is giving the world a lot of opportunities. And those of us who are in Africa, those of us whose mind are modeled around biblical entrepreneurship are taking up these opportunities. And we are rising, and it's exciting. And uh, there's nothing more exciting uh, than joining the e-community, community of global entrepreneurs, and especially the biblical entrepreneurs, to, to talk about the, the space that is coming up in Africa. But I can tell everyone out there, they are great the exciting uh, opportunities back here in Africa. It just requires entrepreneurs who are willing to, you know, to fold the sleeves, their sleeves, and uh, get into eight. Uh, the 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 opportunity for a return are great, and we are reaping perhaps at the best uh, season uh, for Africa uh, over the years, and and we are excited to be in that space. Amen, amen. To that is that because you you could have been in England, you could have been in America, Australia, even wherever, but 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 yet somehow you choose to be in Africa. Is is that part of why for you? Yes, it's by choice. And uh, uh, while b b my life before uh, getting full into entrepreneurship, I did, uh, I was a consultant and uh, with one of the biggest consulting firms in the world. Uh, P Price Hotels Coopers, PwC, uh, for, for 15 years. And uh, I traveled the whole world, so to speak, uh, uh, doing consulting and training. Uh, and, and that exposed me to the world as it is. And, and when I took early retirement and I said, I want to focus on my own business, I want to, to focus into entrepreneurship, I was fully aware about the opportunities out there but uh, I, I had seen very clearly that there are many opportunities also back here at home. Uh, and therefore, it's my preferred 
uh, choice. Uh, it's, it's what I love doing. And I can, I can say with confidence that it just requires someone with the spirit of a lion and opportunities are there. I love so it. This, this topic is very interesting for me. I love it. And speaking of lion, you, you yes. guys in Africa know something about lions, right? That, that's where the king resides in real terms. Exactly. <laughs> they, they live a few kilometers from yeah. our homes. I love we it. Co we coexist and we have learned from them. <laughs> I love it. And we're going to get into that. You know, uh, this podcast, of course, is going to be available to our, all of those who are part of the forums because we want to go deep with these guests. Because on the forum, we're not going to have time to go to intimate. And so we want to get intimate here. So, so uh, John, first of all, thank you. I've had the privilege of coaching with you and seeing you go through the Book Entrepreneurship Program. What an honor. Somebody of your stature, of your, of your credential, of your pedigree. To, uh, to come alongside and just let us, um, you know, let us have the prayer to coach. It's like coaching Michael Jordan sometimes, man. So it's kind of exciting. <laughs> it is very humbling for me, and thank you for the opportunity. Well, let's talk a bit about what prepared you, because when we talk about dominance, well, before we get to it, let, let's talk about this, this animal called the lion. And, you know, in doing my research, some interesting things come about the lion. You know, um, it's, it's, you know, it's a predator, uh, you know, but lions don't kill just to kill. Um, you know, they kill, uh, they, they, they kill for food or as a, as a defense. Um, and that's an interesting characteristic about them. And, and then lions tend to leave leftovers. There are animals in the jungle that feed off of the left of the lions. And I often tell people that, if if you're gonna be if you're gonna down an industry, be prepared to, to leave leftovers. That people that hyenas who's gonna eat who's gonna eat from you. Can I, let's speak a bit about those characters when you hear that that the lion number one he's he, you know he doesn't kill just to kill, but he kills as a defense or to eat. And secondly, that he that that he leave leftovers so that there are people who feed off of his leftovers and and what what comes to mind what do you you know what what do you think about those two characteristics yeah that is very interesting uh, patrice and uh every time i think about that attribute of the lion it, it teaches me a lot of things one thing is that as you said the lion kills not just for the sake but to get food uh, for, for itself and maybe the cubs that it has. And, and that already directs me to a leadership quality. For us who are in leadership as entrepreneurs, uh, reading our businesses and our people, it points to the whole thing of doing business with purpose, doing mm. getting into entrepreneurship with a purpose, with a clear vision, a vision that carries not just your dreams, but the dreams of a whole ecosystem of uh, uh, linked uh, uh, interests. And that's very interesting that a lion will not just kill for the sake of it. So for me, what I, what I pick from that is that uh, I must have, a, even as I go into business, it has to be for a particular purpose, a clear purpose, a clear vision. Because when you are guided by that, then whatever you do, it, it, will, be, it will be clear to everyone and it will be appreciated. And, and I think, uh, unlike other animals, you see that uh, the lion has uh, dis 
distinguished itself in terms of the way it hunts and the reason for its hunting. Uh, the other thing is just a whole, the, the whole uh, issue of when a lion kills the prey, many other animals in the animal farm or kingdom will depend on that prey. It's like this in Africa, we also talk about like a fig, pre, a fig tree, you know, that big tree. And then a lion is like that because many other animals or birds in the ecosystem will then depend on the effort of the lion. And that's a very exciting thing to know for those of us who believe in God, that whatever we are doing as entrepreneurs will feed many people. A lot of people get their livelihoods from there. And a lot of people will find their life meaning through the initiatives, through the businesses that we have started. Wow. Well, you know, as you were talking, my mind went to an abundance mentality because if you want to just kill for yourself, you're not going to dominate. But but if you are okay with people feeding off of you, now that's an attitude of dominance. Wouldn't you agree? Exactly. The dream has to be bigger than you. It has to accommodate many other people, many other stakeholders uh, in the ecosystem. Wow. Another thing about the outline, and I'm going to talk about how, how the Lord prepared you for this. It's, it's I mean, it's, it has clear strengths. You know, I mean, the, the, it's indomitable. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and, and it's, it's quick. It's, it's, it's dominance is very clear. There's no confusion. It has very unique, by the way, it's also a very beautiful animal. Uh, let's talk about that because, as you're dominating the hospitality industry, um, even as you get into real estate, you have other sectors as well. We're going to get into that, but you were you came out of corporate as one of the top consultants in your space with one of the top firms in the world. So my question to you is: When you look at when you go back to John Tiango, the young the, the boy who came up in Kenya, yes. what prepared you? for this was it parenting was it education was it ex i mean what prepared you for this i think patrice is a combined it's a whole combination of uh, of many factors and and uh, indeed a lot of things contribute towards shaping us up uh for our future and our destiny and in my case it's a combination of uh, parenting. I, I was raised from a, uh, a single mother who was uh, a peasant farmer, not much resources, but she had clarity of thought about parenting. And she kept telling me that, look, son, you are coming from a very humble background, but the sky is a limit. You can get whatever dream that you want, provided you pursue uh, you pursue that with uh, a lot of clarity and hard work and uh, focus and trust in God. And that, that, that message from my mom many years ago, may, may, may her soul now rest in peace, uh, put this seed in me that to succeed, I have to put in the hours. I have to chase the dream like the lion. It will plan and chase. I had to put put in the hours in studies. I have to put in the hours in uh, preparing myself for uh, uh, the journey ahead. But I had also to put my trust in God, a and that was mag magical. Combining hard work, 
and a firm trust in God, which I've done since I gave my life to God in those areas of high school. It has worked magic for me. And I think that combination uh, is, is what I really say prepared me uh, for who I am today. And I take it everywhere. You know, uh, and even in my book, I call those the hallmarks of a maverick. You have to put in the hours. You have to put in the effort. You have to, the, to be the leader that people can easily believe in. You have to have substance and content. Yeah, You know, the Bible says working at it uh, as if, you know, giving your best and your all, but then also the trust in God. So that upbringing and the firm foundation in Christ for me has, has brought a lot of uh, favor on my way, uh, even now as an entrepreneur. Wow, that is awesome. You know, as you were sharing, I'm thinking, okay, young John Tiango, as, as he's coming up and he's coming to multinational corporation, he has to he has to face the reality that he may not be perceived as 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 a as a as a global he may not be perceived as the Europeans or the Americans or even the Asians. And he has to and then he came from poverty. So he has to overcome the pedigree that he didn't, you know, he didn't come up. So psychologically, John, because a lot of people watching and listening to us, they say, I want to be dominant, but I, I didn't come from a good background. I, I you know, I'm, I, I, I don't have the appearance or the pedigree. So how do you deal psychologically with that reality as you are coming up? Because see, the thing about lions, they, they started as babies, right? And then, and when they're babies, they're vulnerable, um, and then they have to grow up into this dominant creature. So, so how did young John deal with that psychologically of the imageries that that told them that because he came from poverty and at that a single mother, and at that you know an African, and at that, so how did you deal with all that, John? And what was it for you that helped you to overcome that? A very interesting uh, question there, uh, Patrice. And uh, I would answer that by saying I dealt with that by developing the maverick mindset. And I love talking about that because that has been the one thing that has changed my life and, and allowed me to sustain dominance uh, in, in, in the marketplace. And, and the whole thing about developing a maverick mindset uh, has, for me, has five guiding uh, uh, pillars uh, for me. One is defying convention. And I know this can be controversial, but that is what I believe. Because the world will tell you that you cannot do. Uh, the world will tell you that you're not, your time has not come. But I encourage myself and I encourage everyone I meet to defy convention. Keep your, you know, the world will tell you, keep your head down, follow the rules, do as you're told, pray it safe, wait for your turn ask permission, learn to compromise, that is terrible advice. As a maverick, as a person aiming to get the spirit of the lion, you have to defy convention. You have to de defy prejudice. You have to defy poverty. You have to defy the limitations that the world puts on your way and say that I am able, I will put in the, the hours, I'll put in uh, the effort, and I'll get to my destiny. And that has to start right from the onset. If you don't start with that, you end up struggling along the way. 
and one has to find a way of sustaining that. The second thing I say, which is my second pillar in, in um, overcoming uh, what you've just described, I, I have a philosophy of saying and believing that I must be tougher because mm -hmm. we, are, we live in a world that sets up a lot of limitations, a lot of barriers for us. And uh, one of the things I believe in is that you have to be tougher than the average person. Being tougher is all about uh, having a big skin sometimes. Entrepreneurship is not easy. Competition is tight. You have to encourage yourself and say, I am going to make it. I am going to make it beyond this pandemic. Otherwise, if you listen to that other voice, you may end up uh, just uh, pouring out of uh, the landscape. The third thing is what I keep saying also, working at it. And you know, Colossians uh, encourages us that you have to work at it as if you're working for the Lord and not to, to man. That is a, that thing that I believe in. And every day I, I wake up, I say, I'll give it my best. Right from when I was a boy in, uh, in high school, uh, encouraged by my mother, I kept saying, I'll work at it. There must, have, there, there must be a way out. But the fourth, which uh, lines very well with, our, with, with your theme for this, and I really like it, I have a philosophy of saying, I choose to be a hunter, not a hobby for. It's a choice in life. I choose to be carnivore, not a hobby for. The lion knows very well, with a lot of clarity, that it's a carnivore. Its work is to chase. It never allows itself to be chased. I don't know whether you've seen a lion being chased. I love and it. So I, I, <laughs> I choose to chase opportunities. That means taking some risks, but of course, calculated risks. But I choose to be carnivore. This world has a mix of carnivores and herbivores. Depending on your outlook, depending on your philosophy for life. But like the lion, I choose to be carnivore. It means you are a hunter. I am a hunter. Every day I wake up, I hunt for opportunities. I size them up. I know the effort I must put in. Some opportunities carry more risks than others. But that is it. When you choose to be a hunter like the lion, you have to wake up, shake yourself up, remove and avoid the fear and go for it. And finally, being direct. Being direct is just about having clarity, knowing what you want. When you go to an industry like I am in the hospitality industry, very tough industry, being direct is about knowing the products you're bringing to the market. You know, of course, starting by what is the problem in this market, coming with unique products that address the problem. That is being direct. And of course, it also starts with being direct about your own vision and mission in the market because everyone in the market is different. But when you're direct, people understand you more, people understand your business, people understand the solutions you bring in and they go for it. Uh, there's a phrase that says, when you have enough clarity about what you want, the whole world actually conspires to make it happen for you. That is the way to win, Patrice. Wow. I, I, missed number three. I missed number three. What's number three? Number three was uh, working at it. Work at it. Oh, I love so it. Five of them. Five of them. If you, if, if you get them right, regardless of uh, the background you're coming from, regardless of the odds, you will make it. One is defy convention. 
Two okay. is be tougher. It's a choice. Three is work at it, you know, as the Bible tells us. Four is become a hunter, like the lion. Wow. And five is being direct. I you love it. Fail, regardless of where you're planted, you will succeed with that recipe. Listen, if you've got nothing but just these five things from this, from this, uh, from this podcast, I'm telling you, man, game changer. This is great stuff. So, so with that, now let's not talk about us, one who then be play a dominant role in the industry. What made you choose hospitality and particularly restaurant? Because because part of the the the, the dominance characteristics is playing to win and and choosing the kind of business or the industry that you believe will somehow give you a certain advantage. So what made John Tiango choose hospitality and restaurants? Um, my wife reminds me that it was in our, it was an area of our GPS. By GPS, I mean our area of passion, uh, our area of gifting for G. It was within our area of passion, something we are passionate about, in our storyline, uh, it was within our storyline, the story of our life. Let me explain. And, and, and this really is the, the guiding factor for, for myself and my wife getting into any business. And we say it has to be within our GPS. Uh, my wife is very gifted in uh, culinary skills. Uh, uh, and and it, is, it, it is an even at home, right from home, everywhere she goes, she is talking matters food. She is talking matters hospitality. Our home itself is like another restaurant. We host a lot, and uh, unfortunately, with COVID, we are not able to do that. Uh, and so, it was very easy for us to get into that. It was our area of gifting, gifting, uh, part of the GPS for 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 G. But also, it's also our area of passion. We are very passionate about interacting with people. My wife is a sanguine. And, and I really support her. I'm the most strict one, but she is outgoing and uh, she has a lot of passion about it. But our story also, the story of our life, of our life is a story of uh, uh, interacting with a lot of people and uh, uh, doing business. Uh, we love doing business where we are interacting with people, the surfaces, uh, uh, the aspects. But above all that, in Kenya, in the marketplace, we were seeing the need because we were, for, for those of us, especially who have traveled uh, a bit, we could see that there was a, a gap uh, for fine uh, restaurants, fine dining restaurants with good ambience, offering the best of products. Most of what was there are the franchises who tend to be fast food uh, type of rest restaurants. And we knew that our people uh, uh, wanted a place that they could get good food, uh, a mix of African food, and the diversity of the African menu and recipe. And, and a lot of that was not available. And so we said, we are coming up with a business that will give all that solution to the need that was there. And so in many words, you can you can see where this came from. I continue uh, to pursue that dream. That is incredible. What a great formula to follow if you want to have dominance in a space. But then, John, as you as you did that. So were you at all concerned about the competition and, and, and because you got some multinationals in that space in Kenya 
you've got some folks with deeper pockets with you know brand recognition already. How concerned were you about about the competition, the other animals in the jungle? Yes, the competition in Kenya for the restaurant industry is quite tight. We have a lot of uh, international players, the international brands that have set up here. Most of them are franchises. And we also have the, the, the local boutique uh, uh, establishments. Uh, and, and we were quite aware about, about that. We did a proper uh, study in terms of the competition landscape. But despite all that, we were able to figure out that if we identify the problem and get a unique solution, the areas that the others were not surfing, we had a chance of succeeding. And I think that is what ex exactly is happening because Kenyans already know, know what they, they can get at Mafrix. And uh, that is where they come from. And we have refused to become general. We are very specific about the product that we provide uh, to the market that has a lot, a, lot, a lot of prayer, so to speak. I love it. You know, some people uh, would just get another franchise like everybody else. But you chose to build your own brand. You, you exactly. chose to go from scratch. Now, that, that's tough. So what are things you have to overcome to, 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 to build your own brand? And, and, and how easy or difficult was it? Wow. That required the spirit of the lion. <laughs> I can assure you when we started, and because we, we got some consultants to help us, it, almost everything led to, well, if you are to make it in this industry, you need to take a franchise. And uh, Patrice, I'll tell you this. I even paid uh, 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 the first $20,000 to buy, as a deposit, to buy a franchise. But along the way, the more I searched my heart, I felt that God was telling me, no, John, even you can start a brand and eventually franchise it. Why not? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you know, I lost $20,000, the first deposit, because I had to vacate it. But looking back several years later, I have no, uh, I, I am not, uh, I have no apologies to me. No regrets. I have no regrets. It was tough to start. It meant I had to get uh, all the experts I needed on the table. And I came into it with one resolve that I'll do better than the franchises that exist. Of wow. course, I had to bring in the right people. You can't take, there's no shortcut to it. But now it is starting to pay off. Now the brand is starting to, is known in the market, not starting, but it is now known in the market. And uh, I, I am now able to compete uh, at the same level with the other uh, franchises that are in the market. And of course, also with the successful local brands that are in the market wow but but John, i had to be very bold uh and uh that's that's part of defying convention right there wow but john you are an african um how can an african go against australian brands and you and and you know uh, british brands and Af uh, you know um american brands i mean who do you think you are, man? <laughs> I am an African with a lot of backing from my mighty God. 
I can make it. <laughs> Amen. I can I mean, make this it. This is incredible. I need no, addition I mean, to that. that. Just, going back yep. to your point, better to be a hunter versus being hunted. <laughs> exactly. That is the essence. That is the spirit. Any other way would have been uh, offering myself to be hunted. I love it. So I chose to go out and hunt, and uh, it's it's that it's it's not easy. You have to really uh, encourage yourself. You you have to really, of course, take the risks. Uh, but eventually, it pays. Take me to a a day, your your toughest day, where you had your deepest concern, not sure if you're going to make it, and 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 how did you make it through? Well, I have been there many times, um, especially in the past, uh, where I was just wondering whether I'll be able to pull through uh, the crisis of, of the moment. One is when uh, I decided to not to, to take the franchise route. And um, uh, it, it was, uh, I, could, I could feel the, the, the lingering doubt about, can I make it? And, and that was a battle that I had to win in my mind. Yes, it meant I had to lose some money because I had to change the model of uh, uh, the business. Uh, but it's a battle. It was a battle in the might. I could I could feel the doubts of, will you be able to uh, compete against the bigger boys? Uh, but the way I won that was, first of all, to have clarity around the brand and to get people to help me attain that level of clarity that the brand is solid, the way we have designed it and the way we are rolling it out in the market is, is, is solid enough. It's unique. It's able to respond to particular needs in the market because the market has many needs. And the market that we chose uh, for, for us, largely, we, 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 we target the middle class uh, who are able to have a good spend uh, and who know what they, what they want in terms of uh, the product, uh, the food and uh, beverage project. And... Uh, the, once we got that right, it meant getting the best chefs uh, who have the best culinary skills, the best uh, hospitality teams who are able to give uh, heartfelt hospitality to our clients. And once we perfected that, I could see now that we are coming out of that initial challenge. The second challenge has, to, uh, has been to sustain that. And, and that is a daily challenge. That is a daily uh, uh, issue that I am to deal with. And the way I deal with that is making sure that I attract the best staff and I I, I, I train them in-house. We have a whole training curriculum for all our staff. I keep them on the edge, on the top of their career. And uh, we have conversation every day. They are coming from the uh, other players in the industry, some of them. And, and we keep that conversation going. So challenges are there. Currently, it's a pandemic. And uh, the fact that we are not able to serve our customers the usual way where they come and sit in what we call in dining, we've had to come with other models that now respond to the current need. So we are always there. But one thing I've learned is uh, applying agility. Change is constant, but you have to keep coming up with new ideas, innovative ideas, uh, so that you're able to turn around the business. Wow. We are talking to the Maverick the lion of the restaurant industry conceive his own idea 
you know, rejected twenty thousand, lost twenty thousand dollars, walked away from it, so he can pursue a brand that he can franchise himself called Maverick Restaurant. He's written a book also called Becoming a Maverick, where he addresses the characteristics that have really made him. And by the way, um, the this this um, that, this that's book, a book that's is a book, a great complimentary to um to this um to to this forum as a matter of fact john i'm i'm gonna figure a way because um i i would like to uh, figure a way to provide your book to anyone who signs up for the forum today at our cost so if you sign up for the forum today uh just email our office if you're listening to this podcast all you have to do is email us say maverick and sign up for the podcast we will get you a free copy of john's book okay uh, we will get you because it's a great complimentary to this topic on dominance becoming the king of your industry john what's interesting about as i heard you talk you not only were prepared personally you trusted in the lord but you also brought smart people around you. You took training. You didn't take anything for granted. One of the things training you took was biblical entrepreneurship. You're actually in the BSA coaching program. Uh, tell us a bit about, you know, with all the training you had, the experts you had, but then you chose also to join biblical entrepreneurship and the BSA coaching program. Uh, why was that important for you? And how has that impacted you in on your way towards dominance? Uh, I, Patrice, is because... Uh, I'm not just uh, any entrepreneur. I'm a biblical entrepreneur. I've known the Lord and walked the journey with the Lord uh, since uh, uh, I got born again in high school. And uh, through my consulting life and now uh, as, a, as an entrepreneur, I, I want to be unique. I want to be that person who have walked with the Lord and achieved my broader objectives of surface, uh, to the uh, to 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 the God's kingdom, and uh, while I've been to business school, business school cannot give me the biblical values that uh, I need as a, a, a biblical entrepreneurship entrepreneur. I found that the values the values of uh, an entrepreneur who is Christian, I was able to find that when I came to BE, and uh, that journey has been very exciting. When I have heard about B, I joined immediately. I became a host. My restaurants became uh, a host and uh, has now become an epicenter for the rollout of B classes uh, in a lobby. And uh, I have learned a lot, the lessons, but so much more. My my foundation and my principles uh, of how to do business have been transformed. I have convictions about how to be, do business today. I Those were areas I would fumble around because, yes, I, I had the principles from uh, business school, but linking those to what the Bible tells me about doing business uh, would have been more difficult if I had not joined uh, a Nehemiah project. Wow, that is exciting. Another thing that you talk a lot about is your, your partnership with your wife. Because... Yes. You know, what's interesting, when you think of Maverick, you think of somebody who who potentially is going at it alone, but not this Maverick. 
Um, you know, you, your wife is your partner. She's your friend. You you even had COVID together. I guess you have you shared all good and bad stuff together. I guess yes, <laughs> we share the good and the bad times together. <laughs> Let's talk about the importance of Mavericks or dominant kings of industries having partners that they can share in the journey with. How important has your wife been along this journey? Oh, my my take any time is that uh, the best partner to do business with is your spouse. And uh, I, I have done business with many partners in the past. But, they, but I think ultimately my, my experience is that uh, the spouse makes the best partner for business. And uh, in a way for, for Rachel and I, we, we have chosen the path of growing together, learning together uh, in, in business. And uh, so it's fellowship at home, it's fellowship in the business, and we have chosen to uh, support one another and to grow our values together in business. It's very exciting because my my eyes cannot be everywhere in the businesses that I have. But when we do it together, we are able to be better, we are able to be stronger. You, you know, uh, in Africa, there is a saying that if you want to go fast, you go it alone. But if you want to go far, do it with others. But in, in, in the case here, for me, the best other is your spouse. And, and that is the conviction that I have. And uh, that allows me, because she also becomes my accountability partner, even in the business. That makes a lot of difference because there are things she would tell me which another partner, uh, you know, uh, uh, commercial partner or strategic partner uh, will not tell me because it becomes very personal. And for us, we have derived a lot of fario from that. And furthermore, it's it's very biblical because we are tied together and uh, we are in it together. It also makes it very easy to explain uh, my, my dream and my vision to her because we are in it together and not just sometimes, but all the time. Wow. Hear from listen to from the Maverick. So, so some of you guys who think you can go out alone, listen. Uh, no success is done alone. If you want to go fast, go by. If you want to go far, go with others. My last question to you, uh, John. And, and by the way, we're going to have John share some last insight in a few minutes. Don't you go anywhere. Again, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends, share with others, invite them in. We got a few more minutes left as we talk about John Tiango the founder and president of Maverick Restaurants, and by the way, of the, the Maverick Group, which is multiple companies. We're talking about taking dominance in the restaurant industry in Kenya. He has a, a restaurant that is really uh, growing in Kenya. Sanya Konga said, great wisdom. Sanya, thank you so much for watching and being with us. So uh, let's talk about the future of the Maverick man. So. 10, 20 years from now, what do you see, John? What will become of the Maverick group of companies or Maverick restaurant? Well, 10, 20 years, Mavericks would be a big establishment that will have transformed a lot of lives, both here in Kenya and beyond. And by transformation, I mean, we want 
Mafrix to be um, the place where employment is created, the place where resources are multiplied. And to multiply resources, we'll take the route of um, franchising. We want to do uh, at least 10 uh, outreads uh, within, uh, uh, within Kenya, and then we'll start rolling out uh, to other countries. So the franchising will eventually be the uh, be, be be how to take it to uh, to, to the big uh, to the big click, and so in uh, ten years, not even twenty years, you will most likely find a Mafrix outlet near you in the USA. <laughs> I love it. Being the hunter and not the hunted. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Hey guys, get ready. Because we at Nehemiah Project, we're going to blow this thing up and we're going to make sure, find, help John find the right investment, right partners. And John, we want to invest in the Maverick Group. You know, you and I talk about structuring yourself so you can take investments. And uh, we want to see that happen because we want, a, we want a piece of the pie. Imagine, John, if you had invested in Bill Gates when he first started, right? Wow. Microsoft or in or in, um, in te Tesla, in Elon Musk, right? Or in you know, Oprah Winfrey or in, or in Chick-fil-A, right? Well, you are such my friend. We want to join in. This is incredible. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, don't leave because we want to have John share a few words of wisdom. Listen, if you want to get more from John, John, David Witter, uh, Nina, um, AMP with Anna Maria and Dustin Lively, they're all going to be joining us at the East Community Global Forum on May 26th, raw like a lion, raw, becoming the lion of your industry. Come, you can learn about lion characteristics, dominance characteristics. You'll, you'll go into groups, language specific, French, English, and Spanish, where you get some best practice case studies with group facilitators and coaches. And then we'll come back to a forum discussion with these entrepreneurs. And then we'll go into connect meetings where you'll get to connect with other entrepreneurs from around the world, go deeper in community so that we can transform the world together. Sonia, I want to see you there. Those of you watching and listening, I want to see you there. If you register today and you send us email just says Maverick, right? We will make sure we get you a free copy of John's book. We'll pay for it. Make sure you get, it, you, you, you get that book so that you can join the movement to becoming a Maverick wherever you are. If you are in Kenya, you wanna know more about Maverick and, and the Maverick restaurants and the Maverick uh, group of companies, just what, what's the website, John, where they should go? Uh, in, in, in Nairobi, you can uh, find us along uh, the, the Mobasa Road Superhighway uh, uh, at the Gateway Mall, Fast From. Awesome. And then you can also visit them, maverickrestaurant.co.ke, mavericks with an S, restaurants with an S.co.ke to learn more. And from there, you can contact John himself and join the movie. If you wanted to, to, to get John's book, uh, go to Amazon, and his book is yeah. available, or just register for the forum today, and then let, write us an email, just says maverick, and we'll get you a free copy of his book. We'll figure out how to get it to you. 
You know, if you want to know more, <laughs> Amos already wrote there, Maverick. Amos, excellent. Amos, we want to see your registration. So you know, when your registration comes in, team, write Amos' name down. His registration comes in for the forum. We will make sure that we get John a free book. Again, if you just write us as Mavericks, and then um, and by email or right here on the podcast, and you sign up for the forum, we'll get you a free book of a free copy of John's book. John, I wish you get you to sign it, but in this digital age, I don't know how we're going to do that. But you definitely get a free copy of John's book. Uh, if you want to know more about Neymar Project, uh, how we can come alongside you and help you with your business to help you become a maverick um, and join this community of entrepreneurs that's grown around the world, whether it's in Kenya, Nairobi, or anywhere around the world, visit our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you can learn about our training program, Biblical Entrepreneurship, Serve, Love, Identity, and Destiny. You can also learn about our coaching program where coaches like myself come alongside you, help you grow your business. You can also learn about our access to capital where we can connect you with Kindle investors that can bring compassionate capital along to help you grow your business. And of course, you can learn about becoming a member of the community, one of the fastest growing entrepreneurship community in the world. Membership does have its privileges. Uh, so join in and be a part. And of course, join us at the eCommunity Global Forum on May the 26th with the topic, Raw Like a Lion, Becoming the King of Your Industry. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it. You know people that can be inspired by John's story. Africans, African-Americans, no matter what color they are, uh, 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 Americans, Europeans, Asians, who may have come up in poverty and wonder, can I make it? Will I make it? Well, if John can make it, God has no respect of person. You can Amen. do it too. Share this story. Push it out to your Facebook so that others can be inspired by Mr. Tiango's story. You know, uh, the reality, John, is that um, people are listening and watching. They're saying, I'm not sure if I have what it takes as John. And, and they're also saying, Tiango, they're saying to themselves, within this environment, you want me to be dominant. I'm not sure. Well, what can you say to encourage our people that despite what's going on, despite where they're from, despite where they are, that what you said can happen to them as well? If they apply, particularly if they apply those five principles mindset of the maverick. But if you didn't hear those principles, let me say to you again, you must be defy the convention wisdom. You must be tougher, work at it. You, you must uh, choose to be a hunter and not hunted. And you must uh, be direct. What What are your closing words of encouragement to our people, Mr. Tiango? Uh, my close remarks is uh, to say that uh, we suffer God of the good times and also, he's still the, the God of the bad times. God of the fiery and God of the mountain. God has no limitations. It is us who define those limitations. We'll call them pandemic. We'll call them a good season, you know, uh, peak and off peak. But our God operates in all those spaces. And provided we come out and say, here I am. I am going for it. I'm taking the risk. With a lot of fear, yes, sometimes, with humility, but with a God who is able to take us through. So that resolve has to start from our hearts and from ourselves. 
and when we take it to God, he is able to uh, to give us victory, to give us uh, to, to help us win the battles. So none of us should give up. We must do whatever is possible, even in tough times like this, because God is watching and God is there to raise us up. And I think that is a resolve that we all must take. There are a lot of opportunities. Crisis comes with opportunities. God is calling us to pick, to identify those opportunities and to go for, for them. You might be surprised that you're the only one who is seeing that uh, opportunity. Patrice, this pandemic has made out of billionaires. They are COVID billionaires, not in the bad sense of it, but in the good sense of it, that they identified opportunities with COVID. They went for, went for it. God was with them, and they have made good money, good return for the risk that they, they took. And I chose to go with that uh, philosophy and that line of thought. Love it. You heard it here, guys, from Mr. John Tiangu, the maverick, the man who's dominating the restaurant industry in Kenya with the Maverick Restaurant. He's the author of the book, Becoming a Maverick. You can get it from Amazon. Join us on May the 26th, where you hear more from uh, Mr. John as we go, as we have the e-community global forum called Raw Like a Lion, Becoming the King of Your Industry. Having said that, Mr. Tiango, thank you so much for being with us. Looking forward to, to May the 26th. Man, with what you share today, I cannot wait, man. It's going to be an amazing conference. Thank you so much for being with us. Looking forward to, to, the, to the full uh, session in May 21st. Thank Amen. you for that. Yes. Thank well, you, I'm going to pray for you. Emma's, sign up, my friend, because you will get your free book if you sign up. Let me pray for you. May the Lord bless you. Thank May you. the Lord enable you to steward those towns on the UK, just as John Tiango said, I talk about the GPS, the, the gifting, the passion, and the skills. May you steward them in such a way that one day you will hear those wonderful words. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. He'll not make you rule over much. God bless you. See you again next time. Amen.